JLB Mornings. The podcast. Hey, welcome to the party. Jeff, Laura, backstage, Ben. It was a very busy night for one of us uh, on the show last evening. So that being Sunday night as we record this on Monday. Post Grammys. Almost four hours of your life, Laura Geddes. How are you able yeah. to sum it up to really four, like three and a half minute segments? I don't know how you do it. <sighs> I don't know how I do it either. I think I know how I could do it easier in the future, which is Grammys. Cap it off two hours. Two hours Ooh. max. Why not? That- two hours I feel it's because there'd be some artists that wouldn't, um, they wouldn't attend. And of course, the attention is when all those celebs, musicians, artists are together in one area, right? Red carpet, the whole. We've been to local business award shows and they're longer than two hours. (laughs) Like two hours is pretty short, I think, to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Have pre-awards, have post-awards. I don't give a damn. I'm talking about the televised portion. Two hours, wrap it up. Bachelor, wrap it up in two hours too. We have so many forms of entertainment right now making the finale or like the big end of it. They're like, hey, regular person who has a job that can barely get you groceries at this point in time, I'm going to take up four hours of your time on a Sunday night. Baloney. Baloney. Although overall, I would say the Grammys were all right. They're all right. They're okay. There were some things I would cut to make it shorter. Um, I think they did have a little bit too much filler, but one thing I did, what was that one feature that you wanted them to cut completely? I, okay. Get rid of the in memoriam. (laughs) Stupid, (laughs) dumb. That's awful. Over it. Oh man. No, you know what? Wow. Honor the people, put them in the credits, put them in online. They can be honored. And they, guess what? They were also honored when they died. Yeah. Fine. (laughs) Whatever. Get rid of them. Listen, I'm telling you, you know what I did when, and I love Casey Musgraves. You know what I did when the in memoriam started? When I got up and made my lunch. I was like, I've got 15 minutes here. And they went on for so long. And still, they didn't put Aaron Carter in there. Every year, there's an in memoriam. They go on forever. It's always a sad song, obviously, because they want to make you sad. But they don't do anything. They show like a five-second clip of somebody on silent, maybe. But otherwise, it's just an ongoing credit reel. Get rid of the in memoriam, or if you're going to do an in memoriam, turn it into like a Weird Al song where you have to write a new song that mentions all the dead people. Those are your two options. They like got a, a polka? <laughs> it could be a polka. Sure. Why not? Wow. It could be a, a, a rap parody. It could be anything, like something where you just have to list, you know, include every single name. But otherwise, you could just maybe do that part off air. I... Sounds good to me. I know you have a bunch of clips and things you want to play, so let I want to go through that. I just want, and I'm not rushing you. I'm just acknowledging I have. There's one thing, one theme that keeps coming back for me based on the Grammys, and I just want to hold that to the end so it doesn't get in the way of anything that you want to get done. Okay, where do we start? Well, one, I will give Trevor Noah props. Great host. I think he's what a host should be. Unless you're Ricky Gervais, you should be super <laughs> offensive or otherwise. You know, just kind of like the the little like Elmer's plain glue that kind of holds everybody together. Nothing too crazy. Uh, he did a fine job, sure. Beyonce, pretty quickly on in the show, she finally, she is it. She is the most awarded Grammy winner ever. She won for Best Dance Album, which I was a little shocked by that one. But you know what? Her renaissance was a whole throwback to all the 90s house. You know, and those... The albums, like, they're submitted for those categories. It's not like the Grammy Academy decides where they go. So her and her management team would have submitted the album for dance. Really? That's because a- I also thought- for anything, I think, right? Because she was in a whole ton of different 
ton of different categories. That's interesting because I thought Nicki Minaj was super upset over not being in best pop when they put her in best rap. So they would have submitted for whatever, like all of it, right? And and then ultimately the Academy decides. Because uh, you kind of can't, you campaign for yours to be nominated and... Yeah, win. and I do want to make it clear, that album is a dance album. I mean, obviously you want a Grammy for it. I consider it a dance album. I'm just surprised comparing to people who make dance music for a living. Like you have like a legend like Rufus Dussault nominated this year. And I like, I'm big into dance music. So I know this category. I'm sure lots of people watching were like, who are half these people? But I'm just a little surprised that Beyonce, you know, makes her first dance album. And it's like, boop, okay, she gets it. But then at the same time, it's Beyonce. So. Yeah, it's weird. It's so, it's so odd seeing people are upset that she got snubbed because she didn't win any of the top four categories, like the big four, Mm -hmm. they call it. But then, meanwhile, she's also the most decorated <laughs> Grammy Award winner yeah, based on yeah. last night. Feels like a token. Yeah, give her that one. We'll hit the numbers. Almost, we'll yeah, get some interest. Yeah. People will watch. Yeah, and it's so funny. So during the show, she was late. She got caught up in L.A. traffic. Trevor Noah was walking around all the tables and stuff, kind of interviewing people as the show was going on. And it was nice to see Beyonce be Beyonce for a a minute. I'm going to play you some of the speech, too. I forgot. Like, I never see her speak anymore. She's always just performing, or I see her, like, super glamorous Instagram posts, and that's it. But, you know, I liked her acceptance speech. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children, who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was pretty cute. She's trying not to cry. Adele also tried not to cry. We had a lot of people who said, like, you know what? I'm not going to cry today. I'm not going to cry today. I'm not going to cry today. Yeah, if you cry, I say go for it. Why not? It's not every day. Well, I guess for Beyonce, it is almost every year that she gets a Grammy. But uh, no, <laughs> that being said, talking about the hecklers. So when Gra- when Harry Styles won his Grammy for Album of the Year, this is some drama that is... I couldn't hear it during the show so much, but people who were at the Grammys kind of got some side TikTok drama out of this. People were heckling him while he's trying to give his speech over Beyonce not winning Album of the Year. A lot of different times in my life, I listened to everyone. Like, come on, come on. Who are these people? You'd figure that the crowd at the Grammys would be industry types. highly vetted people. Yeah, exactly. Like friends of friends that work in the industry. Where did the beehive get in there? <laughs> yeah, and so Harry Styles, a couple dramatic moments for him. That speech, obviously, but now, now that everybody's kind of woken up, they've hopped onto Twitter. Other people were kind of, you know, wondering what was going on, just like I was when Harry Styles had an early performance in the Grammys playing as it was. I don't have a clip of him sounding off key for you. He sounded uh, pretty okay here. He sounded fine there. And there were moments where he would sound totally okay, but other moments where he was off key. And honestly, overall, he just seemed really tired. And people are pointing out, well, yeah, he's doing a world tour. Sorry, he had an off night, and I agree with that. Yeah, he's doing the tour. He does fidget with his earpiece quite a bit, and it, that would be distracting to a full performance, right? Like, he has, there's a lot 
going with that. It's so funny. That spinning stage thing reminds me of an SNL clip from forever ago with Will Ferrell on it singing a, a Christmas song. <laughs> and he just starts puking everywhere because he gets <laughs> all dizzy. It's the exact same thing. But there is like there is choreography. You couldn't really get too distracted because if you did, lost your balance or something like that, like there's a lot going on for that. And then a song that he's sung a million times by now, if it doesn't sound right in his earpiece, then it's going to throw him right off. So like it's yeah. just, there's a whole bunch of bad things happening. Yeah. So I would say I'm going to like chalk it up to earpiece issues For plus sure. him just being exhausted. Uh, the choreography, I do think he can hit and plenty of artists hit it live too. Like Sam Smith and Kim Petras, so good yeah. live. Anyway, that was super yep. good. And they yep. are dancing. They are like doing all this stuff while they're singing that. So that was uh, super, super good. Overall, though, there was other drama that wasn't seen until people started posting it on TikTok. We've all seen the clip by now of JLo. It looks like she's <laughs> scolding Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's his own meme. I actually shout out to Gavin, our sales manager here. He just popped in the studio saying, boy, oh boy, did, did Ben Affleck look like he didn't want to be there? Yeah. Eh? He signed <laughs> up for this. We, I understand why Harry Styles is so tired. Why is Ben Affleck so tired? <laughs> I don't know, but it's so funny. So there's this clip that it looks like... And Trevor Noah is so close to them. This is why I don't think it's a fight. So Trevor Noah is doing his hosting. He's sitting down like a couple feet away from where JLo and Ben are sitting. And the camera is showing JLo and Ben. And Ben whispers something in her ear. And she kind of like, she pops up and like scolds him a little bit, but just kind of like lightly slaps him on the chest. And then, you know, goes to fake laugh at whatever Trevor Noah is saying. To me, that looks like... He said a very inappropriate joke or something dirty to her, and she's like, "You cannot be like this live on TV." I feel like he's that's like, the vibe can we that go? I got. Can we go yet? Can, are we, are we ready? It, yeah, we've all <laughs> been to that five event. Hours. Can we go? Can, yeah, can we go? <laughs> we can't go. Beyonce hasn't gotten her award. <laughs> yeah, I told no you kidding. no. Ben Affleck looks so miserable. This was yeah. the piece I wanted to introduce. So thank you for for just getting there. He looks, and this is a guy who's been around J-Lo multiple times. Like, this is the second time they've been together. He's yep. done the award show. The, for being such a good actor, him looking like he wanted to be there was the worst performance I have seen <laughs> all year. In fact, all night. Like, he is just, he is like, on purpose. I feel like he's trying to give the internet eyes to be like, it's misery. Yeah, he's doing it again. Help me. Help, Help me. Help me. Oh, he just, and she's just, she's not even looking. She knows that he is, up. she's seething mad. Oh my God, she's seething. And then You he, think she's seething? Oh, I don't think absolutely. she's seething. Oh, God. She looks very angry, then notices the camera's right on her, and then looks oh, over yeah. at Trevor Noah and does I like a performative she... laugh. What? I think the laugh is performative. I think overall, it just looks like he made it a, like an off- joke or something that he shouldn't be saying super loud while he's right by Trevor Noah. As somebody who gets a look from my wife anytime I make an off-color joke in a serious situation, <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> no? Okay, all right. Ben, uh, he, you know, this does come after, like, a, you know, I was telling you guys last week in Get Us Gossip, a viral clip that looks like Jen is testing whether Ben had a drink or not with alcohol in it at yep. an event. And J-Lo famously does not drink. So if she's drinking alcohol or trying a sip of alcohol, there's a reason for it. Remember, her 40th birthday, she was like, oh, I had a couple glasses for her 40th. Like, she, she's not a drinker. So maybe there is some issues going on. Hopefully they can work through it because, I mean, you know, 
People always have issues with going to somebody who's been married a, a few times. I personally love weddings, so I would show up to every single one of them. But when you marry the same person multiple times. Mm. Ben Affleck, he looks like he got invited to that couple's, uh, like the baby reveal, the gender reveal. And he, he wants the nothing yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's distracting. Like when your uh, boyfriend's friend is like, hey, let's come over. Bring the girls. They'll have a play date. Like they just make it seem like yeah, you're yeah. automatically, you have to get along with the other spouse since exactly. you are the other spouse. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, I so love this. there are a lot of really fun moments from the Grammys last night, too. I'm so sad we haven't found a full link to this online yet. But the 50 years in hip hop, that alone would have been like the highlight and the one thing that was worth watching from the Grammys last night for me. Unfortunately, they stuffed that in close to hour three. So I I don't know if a lot of people got to watch it live, but like Busta did not break a sweat while doing this. His lips were moving so fast, my eyes couldn't track it. I love that. They just that. became a blur. So good. Yeah. And that was an <laughs> instant flashback to he and when he and Janet Jackson did a single together. Oh. Yeah. That was one of the CDs so good. I got for, remember the, what was it, Columbia House, where they do like the 20 CDs for a penny? Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, the Buster was one of them. I was like, ah, what yes. do get? Buster Rhyme sounds cool. And then I remember hearing the song going, what is this magic man all about? Like, to, to rhyme like that? Yeah, so good. So you had so you had um, Ice T come out, uh, Queen Latifah. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many people. So many people come out, and it was such. There wasn't a single moment during that entire performance that I was like, "All right, like let's see why are you going on? Like who's the next person up?" It was so entertaining. That was the perfect Grammys performance. If they could all be like that, that would be that would be great. Or maybe these award shows. I'm really curious to see what the ratings are. Maybe it's time that these award shows go to like an hour or two long or go digital or something. They I, can... I think digital is probably the way to do it. I like Laura's hybrid option, though. So you like, show ju- just like us. Think of it. The analogy is perfect. Laura, would you love to sit down and watch a boring North American style football game or random hockey game on a Thursday night when it's like two big teams? To, to, so to one person like, oh, it's but if it was summed up. In 15 minutes of highlights, you'd probably go, yeah, that's doable. Why not yeah. make the Grammys 90 minutes, like you said, but well, action Because they want to come across as important. If that, gonna... You can still be important. Well, you need all that okay. fanfare, though, for it. Other things that they should cut. In memoriam, and eh, gone. Okay? <laughs> Heartless. The new Dr. Dre Award that they just announced, which Dr. Dre won, like the Dr. Dre Impact Award. Yeah. Right. Eh, okay, out. so that's gone, too. Again, all valid awards... Uh, again, dead people valid, valid, but I already know that they're dead. I don't need to be reminded. Okay, Let's keep that off the televised portion. The other part, they had like this huge little like propaganda thing from I don't know why I said it like that propaganda propaganda, propaganda <laughs> um, from the CEO of the Recording Academy. He, you know, like just stuff about impactful music. It was it was like a whole a whole spot in between commercials. Like it was a whole chunk. Eh, scrap it. I don't care about you, CEO of the Grammys, unless you're apologizing for making stupid decisions from past nominees. Eh, cut it. Have it. Just there are so many filler moments like that. One thing that the Grammys did that was really cool this year that I didn't have time to mention was they had fans introduce some of the performances, and also they had this like roundtable of fans kind of go and debate who they think should win Album of the Year. 
And that was cute because these fans explained why that person meant so much to them. So for Kendrick Lamar, for example, um, a woman had been watching him live since he was playing in small bars and she's in a wheelchair. She had started to go fund me for her wheelchair when she did, needed a new one, or I think it was an accessible van. And Kendrick Lamar found out about the GoFundMe and just bought her a whole new van. Oh, man. Sounds like so a very cool. Kendrick thing to do. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, really cool stories like that. That's something that I would love to, you know, I love that part. I don't think they should cut that. But more cool things like that, it just still seems like there was a lot of filler or, you know, even when Trevor Noah, you know, he has to do this. But he like... Walking around the crowd, talking to different celebrities, and you can tell, like, there's one moment where Jay-Z's on screen, and he just wants to eat some snacks, but Beyonce had finally <laughs> arrived, so Trevor Noah's at their table, and Jay-Z's still got, like, a couple crackers in his hand or whatever he's eating, but you know, like, he just wants to get his munch on. Well, he's just hungry. Again, you go to these events, you get tired and hungry out of boredom. Ben Affleck, so bored. He wanted to eat. Jay-Z, yeah. up until he knew he had to perform, he knew he wasn't going to win anything. Like, he was just chilling. He was there. He knew it was Bay's night, but it doesn't mean you won't, don't get a little growl on. Like, he you was nominated for four or six different things, I think. I feel like they it? have an idea yeah. if they know they're going to Oh, win. he knows. He's already rapped about the Grammys saying, f*** all that over <laughs> eight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Truthfully, I think the Grammys should just, the televised version, pare it down to the big awards. Throw in some performances. The That's problem it. is, I, I think you alienate a lot of fans too, because I was p- when they dropped the rock categories. All the rock stuff is now pre-show. Yeah, and I'm happy for that. As somebody who used to be a huge rock head, I'm so happy they don't. <laughs> I am so happy they don't have the rock stuff in there anymore. I'm that happy doesn't make for any sense. I, I mean, rock is a different beast than it used to be. But back in the day, when it was like. Foo Fighters versus Pearl Jam versus Soundgarden versus Rage Against the Machine or whatever, yeah, like the big, big. Thirty years ago now, right? That well, would have Foo made Fighters sense. still win every time that they drop an album. You know, that's the thing is, I'd still like to go see Dave Grohl do a speech. You know, like there are still, there are still fans of these genres. You know, it it really has oh. leaned one way, I think, and for better or for worse. You know. I think they should get rid of also pop solo and dual performance. Uh, the dual performance, that is the one, or sorry, it could be group performance, I think is the actual category. That's the one that Sam Smith and Kim Petras won for yeah. Unholy. Yeah. Scrap those categories. <laughs> Adele won for that too. No, seriously, leave it to the big ones. That's what I think. If there's a rock person nominated, have them do a performance. If they're nominated for album of the year, sure. Go for it. But I just think all those little side categories. Oh, the in performances the end, of them. Is that what you're saying? Like drop. No, the I'm per- saying the whole award. The whole award. Put it in the non-televised portion. Because to a fan, I can guarantee you the fans do not care or even really understand what a pop solo performance or a pop duo performance is. They only care about the big ones. Uh, I've done some investigating to go back to the person that yelled when Harry won album of the year for Harry's house. Beating Beyonce? Yeah. It was a writer he works for. He works for a magazine out of Philadelphia. So he works for Philadelphia Magazine. His name is Ernest Owens. Um, He's subsequently, he's he's won an award himself too for being a journalist. And he's verified on Twitter. But he actually said, well, this morning at 1214, um... Off to the Grammys uh, after party, I go, industry is completely speechless. If TV award shows die after this, I wouldn't be surprised. They exploit diverse talent for ratings only for them to play these games. It's been over 20 years since a black woman won album of the year. So that is why he yelled during Harry's speech. Boom. 
Okay. Mm. All right. That's it. That, that's it. Yell it to the CEO, who, by the way, his little spiel was via video. And I think there's a reason for that. Mm. I don't know if he was. I, you was assume that he. Wow. I don't know if he was there or not. I, you would think that he would be, but I don't know if he's only going to do his thing via vi- video. Maybe he was a little too nervous to uh, speak to the whole crowd. You know what I'm saying? What I'm also surprised is there are not a lot of fans because TMZ also has some some shots, some angles of the rest of the venue. The floor essentially covered with all the artists, right? And there's a mm-hmm. lot of really yep. workable camera angles. But if you look up to the second level, the luxury boxes, it's all empty. It's all empty. The seats are very spotty at best, and that's where they stick the press and the crowd, those that aren't working. There's no real pit, so to speak. They're they're up in the 100s and 200 levels, so those are the ones doing catcalls and yelling. This That's a little mind-blowing. I, open it up to fans. Make it more uh, inclusionary, and I think... I think you could put some new life into it, but we've seen this trend for the last handful of years between this and the Oscars and and, and Emmys where it just kind of, it's slipped and slipped and slipped because people, shocker, don't care as much. They're okay with just seeing the list the next morning or hearing about it. Yeah, or they could, again, put the whole thing, let's say you, you cover the whole thing, rock category included or whatever, all the side categories, put it and upload it not live, unedited, to streamers, and let people choose, like, give them, break it down into a few episodes yeah. that people can choose to watch. So it's like, okay, this episode has rock category, a performance by Lizzo, blah, 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 blah. And put it into chunks or something. That would be nice. Chewable bites. That's that's how the yeah. world is watching. Yeah. And if it was almost four hours, you could do four one-hour specials, you know? I heard. Get a different sponsorship for every single one. By the way, I have to also say it was a little weird having things sponsored by Pfizer. Oh, really? <laughs> the, yeah. The amount of ads seems, they buy is crazy, though. <laughs> uh, it just seemed a little, like, very, I don't know, it just seemed otherworldly to to have it sponsored by Pfizer. But I'm sure we're going to see more of that with the Super Bowl and with the Oscars coming up, too. How about that big balloon that got shot out of the sky? Hmm. To discover now that I guess it had traveled no less than three times over the U.S. when Trump was in office and he said nothing about it. Oh, really? And that has only been discovered now that they're going back through going, oh, this wasn't the first time. Imagine that. What do you mean it's not the first time? Yeah, flying over Canada, U.S. and Mexico, um, these surveillance balloons have flown out. They're trying to play them off as weather balloons, but the the memes are the best part right now because Laura sent one that was quite hilarious this morning. (laughs) I sure. Can I just ask, what are they surveilling? Like, what are they Everything. seeing from this balloon that you can't already see on Google Street View? Or TikTok. Well, and satellites. <laughs> yeah, right? That, that is the question to ask. And, and a lot of, when you, over your 40s, you read into the serious news every once in a while. And this just kind of kept popping off. I'm like, what is this all about? And it was TikTok that actually showed that it had been shot down. You're right. They're... It, it's they're very mild in regards to the can, how much data they can extract. They move real slow. They're kind of it's not really in control in a lot of ways in comparison to a satellite where they can say, hey, for the next two weeks we're going to be over Area Fifty One. For the next two weeks we're going to be over Washington. They they have so much more choice, better technology. So it's it is kind of a question of why are they using some of these old and archaic ways to monitor uh, parts of North America, but. No one can really answer that, Laura. That's the thing. Even the, the super big brains are like, why would you do that? It also, yeah, I just feel it's like almost like a bit of posturing, though, being like, we, you know, it doesn't matter. We, we can always track you. We can always keep an eye on you. with a white balloon. <laughs> 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 I thought it was one of those Red Bull stunts again. I'm like, oh, who, yeah. who's, who's jumping out of that one this time around? It's just, it's, 
the news every once in a while just seems to get crazier and crazier. And that's one of those that popped up. It's like, what is happening? And then people are cheering and they're out on their front lawns watching uh, F-22 shoot it down with a missile. Yeah, that would have been a weird <laughs> uh, afternoon on the on the deck. Could you imagine? Cracking a cold one to a little <laughs> missile. <laughs> what the hell? Where are we living? What is going on right now? Out of a pandemic and a potential recession and you throw this on top. The world just feels like every 48 hours, every three days or so, we run into just some crazy news that almost doesn't sound believable. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think that's, that's life true. right now. Yeah. This is the world we live in. What's next, though? See, I always, as a kid, because I, uh, you know, remember the old, uh, the Hindenburg? Oh. But remember, because at one point, that was going to be the mode of transport, because the Empire State Building still has a docking beacon at the top, where they were going to be able to bring a balloon in, in New York City, dock a balloon, and people would be able to use it for transit or travel. Where did that technology go? I mean, we still have hot air balloons, but... I don't know. We've seen too many videos on like World Star, like mm-hmm. meeting the power lines, that no kind of kidding. thing, yeah. kicking up that vibe a little bit. All right, fair, fair enough on all of that. But be curious. There's going to be a comeback. There's something else with the balloons. There's more to it. We don't know what. We don't I know why. I hope not. It, well, it was done. It was. It was. It was. I hope it's just one whoopee cushion in the sky, just farting its way down, and hopefully we, that's the last we hear about it. Well, and they were the interesting thing is they got upset. It got shot down. It's like it's. If you have something buzzing over your neighbors, if you've got a drone in your neighbor's backyard, you can't be upset that they're going to knock that sucker down with a tennis racket or something like that. Well, it's like Brazilian kite fighting. You fly a kite over my head, I'm going to fly my kite into your kite. Explain that for those that don't know it, because you introduced it to Benny and I, and we went, that sounds awesome. Uh, Awesome, awesomely dangerous, quite terrifying at times. Brazilian kite fighting is when you have your kite battle someone else's kite, but they normally fight these kites by souping them up uh, in the most aerodynamic way, but also dipping the strings of the kite in a mixture of glass and glue, so it makes that string really strong and harder to break. But unfortunately with that, when the kites come falling... Um, if you are a moto driver in Brazil, you really have to be careful for those strings because they can decapitate you. Um, what? The beautiful Brazilian cyber cops, uh, rest in peace, little Branquinha, not because of a, a kite, but Branca did get a severe cut once because of a fallen kite oh because they're gosh. so sharp too. They just battle each other out, right? Oh my gosh. Uh, thankfully, she just got a little stitches and she was okay from that. But really wild, <laughs> the danger of these kites. So every time I see a couple kites fighting in Canada, I'm like, hmm. What's the what's the string strength on that one? Don't oh. think the Canadians do the the gluey glass though. Oh, so I found really a like video regulations. on it. Yeah, <laughs> holy, yeah, it's a very popular pastime with a dark side, says the article. Oh my, yeah. You know what though? Let's um, let's pretend that people don't get hurt by these glue glass kites. Otherwise, it's nice to see people have a hobby that's outside, not uh, attached to the phones. Th- th- you're correct. You're correct. This one video, Good little pastime, thirty-four million views, called Pippa Combate, or Combat. I don't know. That's for kite fighting. I, that, that's my best. I struggle with English, let alone nice other languages. <laughs> We've all talked about <laughs> this past week and a half. It's like my brain and mouth at two different speeds, and I cannot connect them. It's even when I'm not at work. I'll be at home. Hey, would you mind? Uh, could you pass me that thing on the thing over there? <laughs> Words are hard, buddy. Words oh, are hard. Like I. This I think that's a result of no sleep. My speech is it goes on a severe downward trend. The more and more nights in a row I don't get good sleep. I think that's a 
And there actually was a new study that I only clicked on the headline for because I was too afraid to read it. It was posted in the Telegraph yesterday saying that the long-term effects of not regularly getting, uh, like, they used six hours of the base, like oh. six hours of sleep and less <laughs> regularly. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nervous. Laughter. Six hours of sleep regularly or less. Decrease, decreased memory function, decreased speech, decreased uh, your increase in aging. Like, you are just going to look like a little melted something is, uh, pretty quickly. Is that permanent? Is, uh, it, yeah. is it a permanent Unless you thing? get a facelift and a new yeah. brain. A brain lift. Now, I'm, like, I'm nervous. I'm aware that this, like, it's a thing. It's a, it's a thing, but. I think radio announcers should get danger pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like a lot. then we'll spend it doing more stupid and dangerous stuff. You know what? If radio announcers <laughs> got the option to get danger pay, we would spend it staying up late, spending it on stupid stuff. That's exactly what we do. A hundred percent. But it would give you something to talk about. Um, I'm seeing this pop up now. There's another radio fella. He and I communicate every once in a while. He's like, is basically, did you hear about the Rihanna tour? So I am now chasing something. What? It's like, what? What do you mean the Rihanna tour? He's like, yeah. Apparently announcing a, a, a world tour after the Super Bowl performance. That is the understanding. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, did they rush the announcement? Did something leak? Did someone mess up, for example, and maybe hit a button for a timed web posting that went early and then it's just all backfired? Like, I know that stuff doesn't happen a lot, but maybe this was the time. Could be. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But we'll track that re news. Music and Riri and balloons and Ben Affleck and Brazilian kite fighting. What a podcast. Wow, no kidding. It's a little bit all over. This is like, it's like random conversations with your friends when you haven't seen them in a while and you just start conversations. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. You can always leave a comment, be a part of it in any way, shape, or form. And that's the talk back button. Just double click that. Boom. 30 second voice memo lands, uh, lands in our inbox. Lands in our inbox. We have to open with our hands. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. That's all I got, LG. That's it. That's all. Yep. I see the Benny nod. Be well. Thanks for checking it out. We'll all chat soon. JLB Mornings. Weekdays 6 till 10 on Virgin Radio. And on demand anytime on the iHeartRadio app. And for more on the show, visit virginradio.ca.